Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. We have undefeated former Cage Warriors welterweight champion, the current undefeated Bellator's hottest signing. It is Ross the Hitman Houston. Ross, how are you doing? How are you doing, man? Thanks for the, the kind introduction. I'm good, I'm good. Actually, no go. problem. Great name, by the way. The Hitman. No, Ross. <laughs> oh, <for real. laughs> I'm, a bit, I'm a bit behind, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, you need the best. Yeah, Ross, uh, how have you been on during uh, quarantine? Good. It hasn't really changed much, to be honest. Um, I've quite enjoyed it. It's been a, just a good break, to be honest. Just kept ticking over. Train, uh, I've taken the train to a new level. You know, a lot of it, obviously, you like to train your own a wee bit, which is good because I think. Um, the way I look at it, like when you get in there, you get in the cage, it's just you fighting in there. You know, you've, you've got your coaches and that outside the cage, but at the end of the day, you haven't got someone. It's not like when you've got a pad man in the gym and they're telling you the combinations and pushing the pace. It's cheesy, but like it's you versus you, you know. So when you've got to do things on your own, like go out running or do shadow boxing, you know, and you haven't got anyone watching you, you know, are you going to slacken off or are you going to push yourself, you know? So I think, um, I think I've got like a good, good, strong mental game, and um, I've just pushed it to the the next level, man. So I'm looking forward to uh, to show everyone what I can do. I'm wiping out this uh, Bellator welterweight division. That's class. Uh, Ross, have you been following all the MMA action that's been happening over the last few weeks as well? Uh, yeah, I've seen. I've, I've watched some good fights. Um, are you a fan? Are you a fan of watching fights as well? Are you? Yeah, I, I was more of a fan um, when I first started MMA, but now I kind of like not so not so much because. I just feel like, because obviously 99% of my life's MMA, you know, I'm kind of like, when I'm not training or I'm not coaching, then and I'm at home, I kind of like, you know, there's a big fight on, I'll watch it, but it's kind of like, it's, it's good to have a bit of time away from it as well, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to um, tune into other things. Yeah, exactly. The time difference as well can be a killer as well, especially if you have to get up early training. Yeah, exactly, man, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, I watch the big fights. Like I said, I've, I've watched... Um, I watched Gilbert Burns the past the past few few fights. What he, what, when he knocked out Damian Meyer, then against Woodley, man. So um, obviously the same weight class. So, um, yeah, he's been on fire and um, and Shub- uh, Sean O'Malley and stuff like that. So I've seen like the big fights, but not all of them. Yeah, big shout out to Sean O'Malley. He was previously on the show. Uh, is that the division that you always keep an eye on, regardless whether it's UFC, Bellator, uh, Cage Warriors, the welterweight division, and uh, just because it is your own division, do you make sure you you know? Always could be a potential uh, opponent down the line. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, to be honest, yeah, I watch welterweight division, but whoever I'm liking at that moment, like um, like the middleweight division, because you know, certain in the future I can maybe move to. Um, like uh, I used to watch a lot of TJ Dillashaw. I liked TJ before, obviously, <laughs> all that went on, and then um, yeah. watching McGregor. You know, just whoever. Ooh. Whoever's whoever's uh, hot property at the moment, <laughs> yeah, right. Like he's a, he'll be a big name soon. And uh, Ross, how did you get started out in mixed martial arts? What 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 start? What kicked off this massive journey you've uh, gone on a successful journey at that? Uh, you know what I um like I said to you guys before the show. Um, I grew up uh, around Birmingham, so I was born in a place called Stafford, and I just grew up on the outskirts of Birmingham. So um, I didn't really. I didn't really do much combat sports until I think maybe I was 16. Um, but we got a bit of combat sports in, in my family. You know, my dad was a high-level amateur boxer. 
my granddad ran an amateur box. Andy ran an amateur boxing club in the Scottish Highlands. And my great granddad um, had an amateur boxing background. And I think my mum's dad and granddad were like amateur boxers in Glasgow as well. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like it's been in the blood. Um, but the way I got into it was just my mate Froggy. He um, he uh, went down to a club, a local club. Yeah, Froggy. Shout out Froggy. I don't know what he's up to these days. Like, yeah, but he kind of took me. In. He said um, he was good wanted to go along to it. I think it was a Muay Thai club in Stafford, and um, I went along with him. And long story short, you know, he kind of stopped training. And I carried on, and uh, here we are today. Yeah. And how long uh, were you in Birmingham for? Twenty-one years. Oh wow! And did you ever run into Leon Edwards when you were on the scene down there? I did, you know what? He doesn't remember, but I remember because um, like I train with Liam quite a lot now. But um, I was at a club called uh, it was Team Supreme at the time with a guy called Paul Taylor. He was in UFC at the time, um, yeah. and I remember doing my first, I think it was my first or my second ever grappling competition, and I didn't really know who he was, you know. But I ran into Leon Edwards, and um, my coach was like, oh, he's, he's, he's good, this guy, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, Sam, whatever. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got caught in an armbar. But, you know, that, that was the first time I ran into him. And then um, all these years, I used to, um, my, my coach, uh, Dan Corbley, and obviously Paul Taylor, they were quite close to Tom Breeze, you know, so I'd always heard his mm. name through the radar. That he's quite close to the West Midlands and that. And, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't train with Leon too much when I was down there, but... When I started taking it seriously, when I moved up north, um, I make the trip down to Renegade quite a lot, you know, so, uh, you know, it didn't cross paths too much. What about, what about uh, with Fabian? Yeah, man, me and Fabian, yeah, I'm probably closest with Fabian out of anyone down there, to be honest. I had Fabian up up at uh, my house a few, uh, like, about two months ago. We were, uh, he taught a seminar at my club and then we went out, went out of the town and all that. So, yeah, I get on well with Fabian. Like, we've had a few good nights out. Um, and yeah, he's good, man. Because these guys are smart, you know. They're, yeah. they're good fighters, but they're, they've got a smart approach to it. Um, so I learned a lot of these guys. Yeah, the Edwards brothers. They're, they're actual two gents as well. And like the serious, serious talent. Very, very talented. Yeah. yeah also, sure. both been on the show. I think we're only missing Tom Breeze. He's the only Birmingham uh, fighter who's not been on the show. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think he's much of a social media man, to be honest. He'll be a hard guy to get hold of. Oh, stop. There's a few of them out there who are like that. There's a few of them out there. Although, I don't know if uh, we're allowed to have him on the show after he beat up Carl Pender that time. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was I remember that. Yeah. Oh, it was brilliant. But, uh, come here. Uh, Kate, obviously, you've signed with Bellator now, but uh, tell us a bit about your time in, in Cage Warriors and that last fight to finish off your Cage Warriors uh, title uh, run um, against Dalby or something else. And also, do you feel that you're still the Cage Warriors champion because there hasn't been one since you. Of course. I'm still undefeated, man. You know what? Do you have the belt on? Do you have the belt on right now? Exactly, man. <laughs> I have, you know what? I've got a replica made, so I've kept one of the belts. So like, you know, um, mm. I was going to keep two. And I could have been done like the McGregor. I just hit yeah. them very well. Over my but um, yeah, man, I had a good time Cage Warriors. And uh, like I said, I've got nothing. Obviously, it's a frustrating time again. I've got nothing bad to say about them. Like the... the like, there's nobody, nobody before, you know, so they've put me on that platform, you know, to get my name out there. Um, so, you know what, I had a good time there. And, um, just, uh, I feel like I, I, I was always moving up, you know, I was kind of like, I always wanted to get um, a tougher opponent each time I fought, you know, so I kind of just steadily made, kept my head down and made my made my way up the ranks, you know, I was calling out better people each time. And uh, 
I've actually got that title shot, you know, and the past few fights have been heavy fights, um, particularly the last one, which was good, you know, it was a good fight. Um, I think I, you know, I made a, I've made a few mistakes, but um, it is what it is, isn't it? It was a good fight, isn't it? The same yeah. fight, it was a, a tough opponent. We have to talk about the Dalby fight, definitely. Like, uh, I just watched it back last night, and it was literally a bloodbath, as if you were in a bath, like slipping all over the ground. It was, so, it was crazy, man. What was it like? To, what was it like being part of that and knowing, like, straight away when you hit him with the elbow and his forehead was bleeding, and then like he got you in the second round with the nose break, uh, like. Like not many people have been in those deep, deep waters. Like, what, what, what was it like? And like, how did you keep like composed? Um, God knows. Yeah, it's kind of like it's one of these things. I think like you can never really know until it happens. Because you can spar in the gym, but everything you know, sparring, sparring, fighting, fighting. You know, so uh, yeah. um, just to, I didn't really overthink it. You know, I was kind of like, I'm there to fight and. Um, I thought I, 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 the ref was maybe going to stop it when I cut him, but he didn't. And then I was kind of like, I knew watching Dalby, he gets strong as the rounds go on. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a good gas tank on him here. He just keeps kind of like a train, just keeps him coming. Um, yeah, because he's no joke either. Like, yeah, he's a strong boy. You know what? I kind of like looking back. I was like, I was thinking, you know, obviously his striking skills is what he's renowned for, and it wasn't really his grappling skills. But I remember him being easier to hit than I thought he would be, especially with that kind of like long, long range style, you know, he's in and out and he's got, he covers a lot of distance, like a karate style. But I remember him being stronger than I thought on the cage, you know, because he's quite a big welterweight weight as well. And usually I've been a lot bigger than other people in the cage, but he's, I think he cut quite a bit of weight as well. So he's got a like chunky, strong hips, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, he's a stocky guy. Looking back, I should have, like, I, I was hitting him, Simple, just simple stuff like jabs and crosses, and I should just get the basic, you know what I mean? Um, but on the clinch, I should remember being like, freaking, yeah, this guy's quite strong, do you know what I mean? So I usually manhandle people quite easy. Um, so yeah, it was a good fight, man. And um, I think, you know, she's gone out a bit of success in the UFC, and um, you know, I think it's like, it's not what you need, know, you know, and it just shows that I can, I can smash these guys in the UFC as well, without a doubt. Yeah, exactly. What was it like after that fight when you were like, all that? for like a, a no contest as well it, it's like a lot to get like it put your body through for basically nothing if you know what i mean i know obviously you get paid but it like not even like it's just a limbo yeah, and then and then that. yeah and then now you don't even have a bit there's no chance of a rematch as well because he's now it, he's like you, you're now with bellator as well yeah actually i wasn't just having my head that we we get we get signed up and I think that's what made it worse. Maybe I built it up too much. I thought we'd both get the call for a rematch. Um, and it didn't happen. And then I think the fact that one of us got called up and the other didn't, you know, it, it made it worse. And then things went a bit sour. Um, but, yeah, I guess it would. it's always nice to get your hands raised, you know. So it was the first, it was weird because obviously I was, on, I was just still undefeated, you know, but I just, I've just been getting the victories till then. So it's a bit of a weird one. It's kind of like... Um, you know what just happened type thing you know but um, like I say still got the undefeated record and um, I'm, I'm going to be twice as fighter next time yeah exactly uh, like you obviously must get uh, asked all the time when are you going to the UFC when are you going to the UFC and uh, like now that you're signed with Bellator was there opportunities to join the UFC as well and no there wasn't um, there wasn't so I was in a position where I was kind of like <clears throat> Yeah, I've had two two heavy back to back fights, um, twenty nine, and I want to start earning some money. So 
and like um, you know we were chatting to a few different companies and you know I've got some crazy offers like offers that I wouldn't would never have gotten UFC you now so I was like you know what this is, it was a no-brainer to me and it meant that I could show my show you know the, I think the Bellator welterweight division in particular like the likes of Lima and um, we've got a load of other guys like some Eastern Europeans and that. at the time you would have had McDonald you would have had uh... Amosroff, uh, John Fitch. Yeah, that Amosroff, I didn't really, I watched yeah. him the other night, he looks, you know, he's, they've got some good guys. Um, you know, so I, th- I thought, you know, I've got a chance to show everyone that I, uh, I can beat these world level guys, not just European level, and be getting, you know, paid for it as well. So it was, it was a no-brainer, to be honest, you know. It is what it is, it's kind of like everyone, things have changed, because I remember when I first got into sport, it's kind of like it was the UFC's, the be and end all, but it's changed yeah. now, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And Bellator are looking after me, and, and uh, I'm just looking forward to, like, Cutting away through that division. That's the thing. Like, uh, like I was talking to one of my mates last night. I told him that you were coming on. Shout out, Johnny. And uh, I was, uh, he was asking me why, why wouldn't you have gone to the UFC? Because most champions of cage warriors, it almost seems like a direct route. And then I was like, you never know. There could be, you could have been offered a Bellator, a Bellator Inverness, or maybe a Bellator Scotland. You know, rather than like. UFC yeah, well, that's another thing. Yeah, they've got. They're talking about a Bellator Glasgow unit. They've got. There uh, you go. Look, Russ. Look. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, sorry. <laughs> that's it, man. We've got, um, and it'll be good because I've been traveling to like bloody Wales and like London and all that for my pro career. So it'll be good to like repay the the home fans and all that. You know, have a local show, and you got like to be like Duncan, um, Bongard, Whiteford, and that. You know, so you know we've got some big names there, and um, it'll be, it'll be nice to fight on um, on Scottish soil. But, yeah, what like, about what about uh, Ross Hewson? Versus Dylan Danis, the headline, Bellator oh, Scotland. He don't fight legit guys, man. Yeah, you know, I, he, <laughs> he he does. He, he's doing what he's doing, man. You know, I don't really know the guy. He's um, he's uh, obviously got a bit of cash about him. You know, so that's just kind of like it's you know, it's annoying, but then it's kind of like it's just part of the game now. You get people like that, don't you? But he's not going to fight me. Come on, he's not going to leave America either. What what about the, what about a rematch from the amateur ranks? Uh, Houston versus Bungard too. Little Chris. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> he's not a lightweight. He's a lightweight, isn't he? Yeah, but you've already beaten him once, so you know. Yeah, man. Uh, no comment. No, I like Chris. You want to take it out of Scotland, but like you're also at Bellator Dublin there a while ago. We literally just posted a video of it today, like doing a throwback. Uh, being in that atmosphere where you're like right this was the right decision because you know the yeah. Scottish fans are a lot like the Irish fans yeah it was crazy to be honest there's a lot of people I don't know how many people they had there it was a, a good few thousand um, yeah it was it was clash you know and, like, I got good treatment there and um, you know it was, just, I, it, was a, it was a good vibe you know I like it's my first ever time in Ireland to be honest you know yeah. so, the first ever time in Ireland I was kind of like the, like the Irish nature, I was there to watch a fight show, so it kind of it kind of made sense, you know what I mean? So um, I was, I had a good experience in Dublin, and um, yeah, I made the right decision. And uh, I met some of the, the top guys, and like they got they had some big plans for me. Like I was meant to be <coughs> making my debut in um, what we in June sixth, over in Chicago, um, but but that got um, that's been cancelled. Did they so, have an uh, opponent for you there? Yeah, I was mainly fighting a guy called Neiman Gracie. He was a top ten guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he got a, no he mess got, there. Yeah, casual, casually dropped that in there, didn't you? Yeah, you know what, man? I would beat him. I know for a fact. I, I asked for these top ten guys, man. So uh, 
obviously things have changed just now because obviously like flight restrictions but the deal was we kind of like we didn't want to just be i didn't want to be fighting like mid-tier and like a newcastle card or something we were side bellator um they're gonna put put us on these big state shows you know what i mean against the big names and that's exactly yeah. that is i want you know i don't want to want to be fighting just for a payday you know what i mean because i know i could smash these these european welterweights so i want the big names that's that's a huge name to step straight into. Yeah. Like, you, know, you, you, Ross, you were selling short there, saying uh, Bungard he's, he's, he's good, you know. Kind of like it would be nice to take out a Gracie as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I told the jiu-jitsu coach, he was buzzing. He was like, "Yes, this is a Gracie killer man." But um, yeah, it wasn't yeah. to be man, so you can't sweat it too much. Yeah, yeah. Because when I when I saw uh, Neiman Gracie beat Ed Ruth that time, I was like, Neiman Gracie's legit, and like not just his not just his jiu-jitsu. Like he wasn't bad on the feet either. Uh, obviously yeah, lost Roy, and then obviously lost Roy McDonald. But like, I think ninety percent of people who fight Roy McDonald lose to him. So like, it's not really a a, a knock on him. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he he was good. You know, it's kind of like you got to accept the fact you're not going to be fighting bombs now. You know what I mean? It's it just is what it is. And uh, I'm always a believer. Like, you know, everyone's human. It's kind of like everyone gets mm. nervous before fighting. And I believe I believe in my skills when I get in there. So uh, I was looking forward to that, and I would have beaten him. Yeah, so do, you do, get that sorted. So yeah, do you know what, uh, Cow- uh, Ross? I think Cadwell was almost selling you short accidentally because in Ireland, a lot of the fighters, like when the Irish fighters fight, the, the, half the audience don't know who they're fighting at all. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. Cadwell probably thought you, they were probably just going to... Yeah, well, I was like, I was like, give him a soft landing. Yeah, give him yeah. a soft landing like, to start off with and then give you, you know... Yeah, but you almost forget yeah, that, uh, Ross was Cage Warriors cha- champion as well. So you can't just... Yeah, my management were kind of like... <sighs> Yeah, I think they maybe want me just so I should get a few fights and for a bit of payday and all that, not business and stuff. But I was like, Matt, I want your big names, you know what I mean? And um, it's kind of like you should. Like, you want to add another belt to the collection. Yeah, exactly, man. I come for that belt. <laughs> yeah, and you're uh, also coming into your prime as well now, as well. Yeah, I feel what good. What age you? 20, 29? 29, man. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm kind of like, it's different to kind of like you look at like running or something like that. You know, it's kind of like purely on. How explosive the body is, or whatever, or muscular. We look at a lot of the, the welterweight fights now in UFC, like for the title, like 35, 36, and that, you know, because it's kind of like it's a balance, isn't it? It's kind of like because <laughs> see, see, like at 35, I'll, I'll have five years more training under my belt, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. and there's that many variables in a fight, it's not just purely kind of like, like I said, a 100 meter race, how fast you can move. It's you know how how you got you you got your fight IQ, how how smart you are in there, and you know you just had time to develop, man. So uh, I've still got a good few years left, man. I'll I'll get a Bellator uh, title without a doubt, and then um, we'll see what's up after that. Yeah, obviously, uh, I saw Graham Boylan said that Cage Warriors are going to come back in September. Obviously, the UFC is back Scotland. In... Oh, is, is is it going to Scotland? All <laughs> oh, right. No, and, no, uh, we were always asking for the Scottish show, but it didn't happen, did it? Oh, it never happened, no. And then uh, UFC is obviously back. They've fought on it. Uh, is there any idea when Bellator are going to come back? Because obviously, if the other organisations are back, they'll be back. What, just back in general? Yeah, do you, do you have any idea when Bellator might be coming um, back? Maybe like August, September, chance of management. You know, they're saying be ready now. So I'm, I'm in fight shape just now, to be honest. Uh, yeah, because Bellator Dublin scheduled for September. October. Yeah. Yeah, man, so I can maybe be on that card. Or maybe it'll be a London card, but that's the thing. It has to be UK based, I think, just because of all the whole travel and all that. Mm. Just now, yeah. Um, so um, yeah, I think I think before the end, without a doubt. Um, so does that mean you'll be 
eyeing up a, a UK-based opponent. And like, if you want to get straight in with the big boys, maybe Ross Houston versus Michael Venom Page. Yeah, I asked for that fight. Um, you know, I put, I put a lot of things on social media. I'd, I'd fight him. Obviously, he's another, another good opponent, but I know I could beat him. Um, That'd be great. Yeah, without, without a doubt, man, I'd fight that guy. But it's whether, you know what I mean? They kind of like, you know, it's a better to protect him, but he's a big name, isn't he, man? And I'm, I'm a legit yeah. guy, so uh, it, it depends what they want to do, man, because he's, a, he's a, the first boy right now, isn't he? Yeah, Scotland versus England, that's, that, that always goes down pretty well. Amongst the That'll be cool in Glasgow. We've got MVP off, you know what I mean? He's um, be a nice scout to the collection. Yeah, you also, met, sorry, you, were, you also mentioned you were in Dublin for Bellator Dublin. Uh, were you training in Team KF? Yeah, man, I, I was um, I, I just training there. Um, I, I always clicked with um, Chris Fields when I bumped into him a few times at um, shows. I get on with Chris and that. And uh, the young lad there called Ian Gary. So me and him got some work. Uh, never, never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good guy. Ian, like, no, you sure he picked up from the airport and everything, didn't he? You did, man. I got yeah. It was a good trip. It was a good. It was a good um, experience, start to finish. To be honest. Um, so yeah, it was good to get some rounds in with them guys. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it's just good rounds. Like he's a he's a hot prospect on comer. Yeah. Tell, 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 tell us tell us this and tell us no more, Ross. Uh, with when you were training with Ian Gary, was it Ann still or Ann new Cade Warriors welterweight champion? Yeah, I'll pass the torch, man. He's he can be a hitman junior. <laughs> Yeah, obviously, obviously Ian's, Ian's come with, like, there's a lot, like, a huge, huge come for Ian right now. Just everyone's tuning in to see Ian. What was it like training with him? And uh, what, what are your sort of inside thoughts? Yeah, man, I think he's got all, this, all the skills. He's a big, big, uh, tall, rangy, welterweight. He's got good striking, good grappling, man. So, um, I think, without a doubt, he'll, he'll get that belt. You know, I think there's, a, like, McKee and Proctor will probably be before him. Um, and then he'll be the next wave after that, man. But yeah, he's a young. He's like, tw- was he twenty one or twenty two? Yeah, yeah, yeah twenty Yeah, and he's got, you know, he's got his dad's a cool guy as well, Paul Gary. You know, so he, that'll help. You know, he's got a strong um, driving force. You know, behind him. You know, he can, so that can only help. Um, so I think he's got all the he's got all the foundation foundations there to have a to be a bright name and a big big star in the future. Exactly. Yeah. The, well, yeah. Exactly. Torch Wood. He's a legend as well. Uh, Ross, just before we wrap, wrap things up, what, what, what's the sort of scene like with Scottish MMA? Yeah, it's good, man. I, I run a, a club up, up north, like in the Scottish Highlands, called HMA. Coming through the ranks just now, who are like Finley Wright, Ross Urquhart, and um, some guys like that. Who's the first name, sorry? Finley Wright. Finley Wright, okay. Yeah, and then Ross Eric, he's um he's a good he's a British K one champion, but he's moved out, he's doing a lot of MMA just now, so he's a he's a dangerous guy you want to keep an eye on. Um yeah, and then this, the pro scene and all that, I was I had um a guy Chris Duncan up um last week and me and him got some rounds and you know mm. he's he's a better He fought well. the Bellator Dublin yeah. card, didn't he? Yeah, man, he knocked out yeah. I think the uh, uh, SPG guy. But I think he's taken out two or three SPG guys now. He's uh he was kind of like, you know, because I've been training with Chris for a long time. And I remember he's, he's very, he's really good, you know, he does the tank. Um, and he's a massive lightweight. And uh, I think he got he called up for his battle to debut. It was kind of late notice. And he was like 4 and 0, or maybe 5 and 0. And I think he was fighting like a hot prospect from uh, SBG Dublin. I think, I don't know if they, they knew about much about him, but like they were maybe flying him over just to get an SBG win. Mm. But uh, he's a, you know, it was a bad move, man, because he's a, he's a tank you know, and he, he's got a very bright future. Um, so he's he's a hot prospect. We're actually, 
I'm picking them up on the way down south on Sunday. And we're way down to Calvin to get some round, uh, some training in with like Darren Till and that. So that'll be that'll be some good work. Um, yeah. yeah, man. So there's some big names actually. You got Bumgarden, you got Aiden Stephen coming through and that. And uh, yeah, I can't, I'm not even going to start with the names because you always forget someone. You know, right? yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you feel bad there. But uh, yeah, but even uh, Jojo, I think, is uh, not far off uh, getting a flyaway title shot. Yeah, I forgot about her. Yeah, she's is she an ex fight, not the title fight, is it? Or? Uh, I'm not. I'm not too sure where they're going with uh, Shushenko. I think she is in line next, but like Shushenko's a tall glass of milk for anyone to be drinking. Yeah, so um, I, I did see again, like the talks of it, and like people were kind of saying it was kind of like a uh, cannon fodder. But yeah, who knows, man? It's um, it's the fight game, isn't it? So hopefully, yeah. she'll do it. Um, first, Jojo's brilliant on the feet, so like I, I wouldn't rule her out. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, exactly on the feet. You can never, you know, it, it's, always, it's always different. It's, everyone's got a punch's chance. Um, mm. But yeah, it'll be nice to get a, UFC, a Scottish UFC champion. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the first ever. So, you know what I mean? And you could be absolutely. the first ever Scottish Bellator champion. Bellator, you know, that cage rise title, then that Bellator title, you know, smash you guys, you know, whoever they give me first. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be too picky now because it's been almost like a year since the last one. Yeah. About a year. So, kind of like, I can't really. The beggars can't be choosers, especially he, in these he, circumstances. You know, I just need to get a fight and get the ball rolling again. So, he, he, I actually think the fight for Ross Houston is, and it's the perfect one. Ross Houston versus Paul Daly. I think that's an absolute banger. Whatever, man. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll do that. I'll fight Paul Daly or MVP, Nemo Gracie, anyone, man. The bigger the name, the better. That's what that's what I want. You know, the big names. Um, so I take that without a doubt. There's someone actually did it. It's put it on Instagram and all that. You know, respect Paul Daly's. Uh, you know, usually I'll be whatever, you know, I'll talk a bit to my opponents and that, you know, kind of like, but Paul Daly's obviously he's kind of like the godfather of UK MMA, you know what I mean? So I mean, yeah. you can't not respect that guy because I got into MMA watching him knock people out, man. So it'll be good for, you know, him to pass the, pass the torch and uh, mm. hit man and take out the Semtex and then we'll work it from there, man. But there's some good... Uh, there's, uh, <laughs> oh, that was a nice ring to it. Oliver Enkamp, I thought it'd be a good name as well. He'd be... Uh, yeah, yeah. He's an ex-UFC guy, man, so... He'd be good as well if you get in a British card. So who knows, man? Yeah. Who knows? You know what? Though? I'm actually getting excited now thinking of all the good voice that you have uh, coming up in Bellator. You know what I mean, there's a, there's a long list of uh, talents in the welterweight division, and it's the one division I think that Bellator have that like definitely rivals any other promotion, whether it be UFC or One or anywhere else in the welterweights, uh, especially. You know, like Doug Clean is no joke. Yeah, I think Doug Clean would probably um, be entitled contention in the UFC to be honest um, if not the champ you know what I mean I wouldn't rule out yeah man he's a yeah, nice nasty kicks to him and you know, even like grappling he's got a good anti-grappling hasn't he but it's fucking we'll see what's up man we'll see, I'll get out to him eventually and then uh, get that crown and then we'll work well, with the sound of the names you're looking to chalk off it sounds like two or three fights or two or three wins and you'll be there thereabouts looking at the belt yeah, well, in a, diff- in a different world, I'd be sitting there, just beat Nima Gracie last weekend, and we'd be looking at, you know, I don't even know the good names now, you know, be looking at MVP. Or, yeah, I love, once you beat someone like Nima Gracie or MVP, like, uh, I don't really know who you look at after that, you know, that bar the champ. Exactly. You didn't think with Nima Gracie, it'd be an awkward fight, wouldn't it, man? Because you know, everyone knows what he's trying to do, so maybe not be the prettiest, but I'd get my hand raised at the end and um, just work it from there. I don't know. He's put. I think he put an interview after, and he he didn't mention the fact that we were meant to fight. So um, I don't think he's looking at it to be honest. You know, but because there's not a lot for him to gain. You know, what I mean, obviously I've got the cage rose title, but it's um, 
you know, he's obviously looking at the big names as well. So everyone's doing that, you know. But uh, sooner or later, they're going to have to face me, and then we'll, we'll see what's up. That's 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 very well way to like actually almost end the show. But uh, last question: Kamaru Usman is taking on Gilbert Burns for the welterweight title. How do you see that going? I think Gilbert Burns just with the momentum. I think he'll. Uh, Same here. He look at Savage. What about you, Kawa? Oh, I like Kamaru Usman. Uh, I know they train together. And I know they're managed by the same person. And I would say Kamara Usman's the daddy in that gym. So I'm going to say Kamara Usman. I just think his wrestling game is too strong. Uh, I know uh, Burns is a brilliant jiu-jitsu on the ground, but I don't think his bottom game would be good enough to stop Usman's top game. And then that pushing up against the fence and stuff like that, I think it'll wear Burns out. Do you want to change your mind, Ross? When's that fight? <laughs> Uh, Fight Island I think it's what is it the 6th of July no it's a month it's a month away it's a month away Grant 11th of July yeah he's been quite active hasn't he Gilbert Burns he's only has like a a day off and then he's back hasn't he I've had five fights in the last six months and he's won them all five fights in the last six months yeah I see um, yeah, Leon Edwards put up he got he got offered it, but obviously just mm. now he's not I know I know Renegade's closed, you know what I mean? So mm. I don't think it'll be long before he, he gets the title shot. Yeah. Yeah, well in fairness, so I think it was it's more awkward for him to have to train again for Kamara Usman, like being such a like a wrestling special specialist to be like, right, I'll fight him with no wrestling sparring partners. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so yeah, the welterweights are all over the place, like in, with the Masvidal stuff, everything. But I'm sure we could go on for hours. Talks of a few of them coming to Bellator as well. I think Masvidal was talking to Bellator, was he? Oh yeah, no, he was not happy with the UFC. Oh God, names that. I just seen something. Him, him versus Lima would be such a sexy fight. It'd be a good fight. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, I love that. Paul Daly against anyone, like he's, you're standing with him. He's always got a chance, hasn't he? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, but they're the same text for nothing. Ross, we're going to have to get you back on again in the build of 20 your fights. Yeah? For sure, man. Let's do it. Brilliant. Well, uh, you, before we wrap things up, do you, do, you, do you want to tell people where to check you out or or, <laughs> or anything? Just, no, man, just keep, keep your eyes peeled for my next fight. I'll smash them and then we'll see what's up. That's brilliant. Okay. So, uh, Cabo, anything else to say before we wrap it up? No, just make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay energised. <laughs>